Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Me and his next guest, we just formally met yesterday. We, we got a couple mutual friends, uh, reached out to him, asked him if he can join me. He's a sports and social media. He, he covers sports and social media for cleveland.com. He's the guy that you need to talk to for all things Cleveland sports. He is the man, Hayden Grove. Hayden, thank you for joining me on the North Coast Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline this morning. How are you? No problem, man. It's good to be here. I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm great, man. I cannot complain. So we got a chance to talk for a minute yesterday, and after we talked, some news, <laughs> some, some some stuff happened. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was released by the Arizona Cardinals. Do you think that the Browns should, you know, consider – Signing him to the to the roster. I mean, I of, of course I think they should consider it. I mean, I think they should consider everything to make the team better. Um, but at the same time, I, you know, it doesn't seem like a perfect fit. Um, you know, an older guy that, that had some good years in Arizona for sure and is a great receiver. But you know, they, he mentioned on his top five quarterbacks that he wanted to play with, and Deshaun was not one of those. And I just don't think that Cleveland is somewhere that he necessarily wants to be. So for that reason, I would kind of stay away from him. Um, you already have Amari Cooper. You have your veteran wide receiver. I want to see – I'd rather see more from younger guys. I'd rather see more from guys that, um, you know, that haven't necessarily proven it yet. Give it a guy like Donovan Peoples-Jones a chance to shine. Give it a guy like Elijah Moore a chance to shine. So, uh, you know, I think they're set at the wide receiver position. I mean, obviously you can always add, but I, I, I'm okay with them not pursuing DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, again, I think, like, like I said, I think they should consider it. I think it's not a bad idea. But at the end of the day, um, I'm okay with them kind of where they are right now. When you look at the depth, especially at the wide receiver position and the defensive line position, uh, how many how many players do you do you foresee them keeping at both those positions? Because we know if there's a lot of depth there, we know you can only keep 53 players on the roster, and there's going to be some tough decisions to be made in both departments. So, how many uh, wide receivers and defensive linemen do you think the Browns will keep? Well, let's look at it this way. So, let's talk about okay. Amari Cooper, obviously a lock. Donald Peoples-Jones, a lock. Elijah Moore, a lock. Um, Cedric Tillman, a lock. Um, let me see. I think one of the uh, – Marquise Goodwin, I think, is a lock. So that's five right there. I think you maybe add two more, um, and maybe one of those guys is Jakeem Grant, maybe not. Um, so, you know, I think that probably five – or, excuse me, probably seven, somewhere around there. And then the defensive line, you probably want to have, you know, at least eight or nine. I mean, guys that can, you know, fill in and, and back up the, uh, the starters. So I think those are fair numbers. I mean, you know, you want to, like you said, there's, there's only 53 guys you're going to have active on game day. Um, so I think that those, prob- those numbers are probably right around where they're looking at. Uh, Ken and uh, Lima asked Mary Kay earlier this week, did she think that uh, 
Andrew Barry was done working the phones in the trade market. And she said, you know, pretty much anything is possible. Do you think the Browns are 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 done making making significant moves to this team before we enter the more important parts of the offseason before we actually start the year? Well, yes and no. I still think that they need another running back. Um, and I don't know if you would call that a significant move, but I think that they're going to add a veteran running back. I think that's certainly in the cards. Obviously, they added Zadarius Smith. So, you know, I think DeAndre Hopkins is – uh, a possibility, I wouldn't say a probability by any stretch. So if you're talking about that, I think I think that the you know adding a adding a guy like DeAndre, adding a guy as a backup running back um, could very well happen. Um, but those would be the kind of the extent of the bigger moves. I, I think the trades that they've made have been great, um, and bringing in Elijah Moore, bringing in Zedaria Smith, I think they're awesome trades. But I yeah, I don't I don't close the door on anything. I think Andrew doesn't close the door on anything. Um, but I wouldn't say that there's a high likelihood that there's going to be a big trade. Um, for the Browns in the near future. Is there any veteran uh, running backs that, that names have been floating around as possibilities to come in and be Nick Chubb's backup? Yeah, I mean, you look at Henderson from the Rams. Uh, he was, uh, they're looking at him. I think Zeke has been brought up. I don't like that fit. Uh, you know, he's just not a – if I'm going to have Nick Chubb, I kind of want a running back that's different than Nick Chubb, you know, in the in the backfield. So Ezekiel Elliott, more of a power back these days, not necessarily the speed guy that he once was. So I don't love that fit, but it's a possibility. And, uh, you know, Kareem is 99.9% not coming back. So those are the kind of two that I think of in terms of veterans. I haven't really looked in terms of, you know, other options. I mean, they might be okay. They might love what they see out of Jerome Ford, and that might be their backup. Um, I thought they were going to draft one, um, but they didn't. And I'm the biggest, for whatever reason, I'm a huge John Kelly fan. I think John Kelly, you know, for a third string back would be a really good option. So I still think that they do bring in somebody, um, but I'm not exactly sure if they're going to go kind of like the bigger name running backs or the lesser running backs, um, or if they just stand pat with, uh, with Jerome Ford and maybe a guy like John Kelly uh, bringing up the third string. He's Hayden Grove from Cleveland.com, and he's joining me right now on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. Hayden, we know, uh, Hayden, we know that the linebacker position uh, is a little beat up, you know, coming into this season. A lot of our guys ended the year on an IR. Uh, talk about, you know, where they are in their rehab and how close they are to getting back on the football field. Well, first of all, I want to go back to that last comment that I was making because I think the, the point with the running back thing is that I think the Browns need to pass the ball more, right? They need to be a passing offense. I don't care what Kevin Stefanski says about balance. I don't care because this is not going to be – the modern NFL is not balanced, right? You want to have a good running attack. It doesn't mean you have to run the ball more. So if I'm the Browns, I focus more on the receivers, more on pass catchers, and have more of them than, you know, than adding a running back that you're barely going to use. So that's kind of my point with having Jerome Ford. Maybe the way that they're going to run the ball this year, I think Jerome Ford might be a fine backup. And then – to your point about the linebackers, yeah, I mean, Sione Takitaki is going to be a bit. Um, I think uh, I think Anthony Walker is doing well. I think he'll probably be ready for the start of the season. So those are two guys that are, you know, like you mentioned, were beat up a little bit. Obviously, Anthony Walker tore his quad, and uh, Sione Takitaki tore his ACL. So Sione Takitaki probably not going to be back for the start of the season, I would assume. Um, but they're working. They're working hard. They're here and, and putting in the work to, to get back and uh, – you know, in the meantime, Jordan Kunichik is, is doing all the right things and, and being the guy that the Browns need him to be at, at the linebacker spot. So um, it's a little bit concerning if they're not going to have Sione right away. But 
Um, Anthony Walker is a huge addition, you know, just the leadership that he brings uh, to that linebacker room. You talked about you believe the Browns offense should be throwing the ball a little bit more. Uh, we know when Deshaun Watson took over for those last six games at the end of last season, the offense looked totally different. And maybe you're closer to, to the situation than I am. It looked like from afar that the install of changing the offense under Deshaun Watson started then. Uh, do you foresee more four or five wide sets, more maybe Deshaun Watson dropping back 35 to 40 times a game? Is that what the offense will look like this year? Do you think that? I sure hope so. I sure hope so. I mean, again, this is the modern I, – I appreciate, I appreciate Nick Chubb so much. A phenomenal talent, super hard worker, great football player, an incredible ambassador for Cleveland, an incredible ambassador for the Browns. I want him to be like the fourth option on offense. I do. This is the NFL – again, the, the Kansas City Chiefs are a perfect example. Mahomes comes in. They have a different running back every year because it doesn't matter. They draft Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They draft uh, Isaiah Pacheco. I mean, they have a good running game, but it's, it's a plug-and-play thing. I don't think you just feed Nick Chubb to feed Nick Chubb because you love Nick Chubb, right? Nick Chubb is a great player, and situationally, yes, you want to give him the ball. But at the same time, yes, I hope they throw the ball 35 times a game. You traded your entire fr- you tried to, you traded the entire future of your franchise for Deshaun Watson. You put all your balls in that basket, right? You put every everything you have in that basket. So use it, use it. Go get your receivers. Go get your tight ends. Throw the ball around. Let Deshaun use his feet. Even if you want to run the ball, help use it. Use it with you know Deshaun running the ball. Use a little zone option or something. He's got good legs. He's got good feet. Move him a little bit. So yes. I hope to God that they throw the ball 35, 40 times a year. Nothing against Nick Chubb, I promise. It's not a Nick Chubb thing. It's just the way that the NFL works. You win games throwing the football. That's how you do it. And, yes, the Eagles run the ball with their quarterback because that's a totally different thing than just running the ball with your running back. So, um, love Nick Chubb. Think he's great. Want him to get 15 carries a game. No more. So, I guess that's a perfect setup to the next question I was about to ask you. When you talk about having a guy like Deshaun Watson, you write – you gave up a lot of assets to to get him, and so you should utilize him to the max if that's the case. And it sounds like to you that Nick Chubb should only be a compliment to that. We look at this roster as it's constructed. A lot of talent there. A couple guys with some pretty high cap numbers. How much longer are the Cleveland Browns going to roll out an offensive line that's that's paying two guards north of $14, 15000000 million? I mean, that's a great question. Um as long as it takes, man. I mean, I, I think I think the, the the cornerstone of any of any football team is you know the offensive and defensive line, right? Um, that's your building block. That's your foundation. If you don't have those guys, it doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. It doesn't matter how good your running back is, your wide receivers. It doesn't matter, right? So I love the fact that they have a great offensive line. I think it helps them tremendously, and not only in the run game. Yes, we've seen it work in the run game, but if you have great pass blockers, that's certainly going to help a guy like Deshaun Watson. You know. The, the, the best offensive line, look at Joe Burrow, right? Joe Burrow has been a phenomenal quarterback. The, the Bengals have invested so much money in that offensive line. They add Orlando Brown this offseason because they know how important it is. So I'm fine with the Browns spending money on the offensive line. I think they should continue to do so because that is such a foundation and a cornerstone of your, uh, of your you know, offense and of your football team. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I don't know how long it'll last to answer your question. Um, you know, Joel is probably closer to retirement than not. Um, so you probably don't have too too long with Joel Batonio left, but um, but again you gotta you gotta appreciate what you have while you have it. So pay the guys what they're worth. Hayden, this uh, past off season, the Browns hired Bill Musgrave as an offensive assistant. They hired Bubba Ventrone as the special teams coach. They hired Jim Schwartz as the defensive coordinator. When you look at new coaches 
on in all three phases of football, offense, defense, special teams. And then the key additions that was made, like Elijah Moore on offense, like Zadarius Smith and Dalvin Tomlinson and Conquero on defense. And then the specialists, uh, you know, that they that they added that actually are special team specialists for that particular unit. Which unit do you think is the most most improved when you consider the coaches and the talent that was added? I mean, it's got to be the defense. I mean, you look at Jim Schwartz, uh, Super Bowl champion, um, former head coach in this league, well, very well respected, has a lot of experience, a lot of talent, has proven it time and time again. Um, has a different, very different quality from Kevin Stefanski, which I think was needed. I think Joe Woods, God bless him, great man, but you know, was a little quiet and not really the the, you know, the the Browns defense last year. I mean, they had like no. I'm not saying that rah rah guys are the be all end all, but you need some. You need a guy that's going to bring energy, bring life. And Miles is not that guy. And there, you know, Denzel Ward's not that guy. It's great to have, you know, Jim Schwartz kind of lead that unit and have that kind of, you know, he's screaming on the field. He's he's getting these guys. You know, not not treating them like kids, but get you know getting them riled up, which is great. Um, so I think you add that to Zadarius Smith, you add that to Dalvin Tomlinson, you add that to Okonkoro, you add that to um, you know some of the guys they drafted, you add that to Juan Thornhill. I mean, I think Andrew Berry, I will give him a lot of credit for the way that he built this this defense back up because it was in dire need of an overhaul. So again, we won't know what happens until it happens. I mean, we don't won't know how good they'll be until um, they play on the field. But I cannot at all fault Andrew Barry for what he's done this offseason. He's really done a beautiful job getting that, that defense um, back to uh, where it needs to be. You know, for all of us that's, that's in this game that covered this team, we, we have an obligation to be professionals, right, to put our fandom yep. to the side. But at the same time, we're still humans. We see what's going on. We see how things are playing out in the offseason. Based on everything that we've seen, rather be the coaches, the addition to the players, uh, just how Kevin Stefanski might have altered how he goes about being a head coach, et cetera. In your opinion, how do you think the season is going to look? And I know it's early, but what's your opinion on the 2023 Cleveland Browns? They have every thing they need, right? They have every piece. There's no missing pieces to this puzzle. So if it doesn't go right, it's on two people. And that's on Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson. Those are the two guys with the most pressure. Those are the guys that have, you know, they're, they're going to be the reason that this thing either floats or sinks. And last year, and, I, you know, I have been a Kevin Stefanski detractor. I will continue to be until I see something else. Um, they, the, the ball was dropped, right? I, 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 give Kevin Stefanski, I give Kevin Stefanski credit for making Jacoby Brissett look good. I give uh, Kevin Stefanski credit for making Baker Mayfield look good. But at the end of the day, his job isn't just to make quarterbacks look good. His job is to lead the football team and to win games, and they haven't done it. So, again, it's on him. It's on Deshaun Watson. You, you, they both, Barry and Stefanski brought this guy in to be their franchise leader, to be their, you know, their elite quarterback, their elite franchise guy. So it's on them, and it's on Deshaun. If Deshaun plays poorly and is not the quarterback we saw in Houston, then it's going to be on him as well. I will, I will give him a little bit more benefit of the doubt because I think he is hamstrung by Kevin's system. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I think that he needs a more wide-open offense, and Kevin does not run that. Um, and that might work elsewhere, but I don't think it's going to work with Deshaun. But we have, we have yet to see. And I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope that they get together and this thing hums and I'm the idiot because I, am, because I know that Kevin's smarter than me, and I know that Deshaun is a really, really great player. So, again, I, it's on those two. This season rides on those two, period. And if they, if they, 
if they do their job and they're great, then this season's going to be great. If they don't, then we are going to have a new head coach, and we'll see if that head coach can mesh with Deshaun better because you've, you've hitched your wagon to Deshaun Watson. So whatever happens, he's still going to be the guy. Yeah, that's that's some powerful powerful stuff there. I know a couple of weeks ago I was I was here and I said that I felt like uh, Andrew Berry did a great job of going to buy the groceries and now it's up to the to Kevin Stefanski to cook the meal. And yep. if he doesn't cook a meal that we can eat and consume and and be okay, then yeah, he's out of here. And yep. I, I agree with you. I think it, it falls on both of them. I think it, this is about Deshaun Watson and Kevin Stefanski as a whole. But if this thing fails, unfortunately, Kevin Stefanski is going to be the one that's, that's shown the door. Just for the things that you said, it's not just about the quarterbacks. It's about the overall record of winning games. You know, I've spoken to plenty of times of he won coach of the year. The Browns made the playoffs his very first year. So to me, you set the bar of what the minimum should be. And the Browns have not even met the minimum requirements, what, in three, four years now. So... You know, yeah. it's, it's a lot. Yeah, I want to say about Kevin, too. Again, I'm, it's nothing It's nothing more than I just don't think he's the right head coach for this. I think there's a team out there that he could go and be a head coach and be great. I really do. I, I think that there's a team that, you know, maybe like, I mean, the I think Vrabel's the best, best head coach in football. But like the Titans, right? I think that, like, he could go be great with the Titans. Um, and because they don't really have that quarterback that you need to let let loose. And I think Deshaun is the quarterback you need to let loose. So, again, I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. And maybe I'll, maybe maybe the maybe the, the even the the actual truth of the matter is that Kevin kind of realizes that at this point. That okay, you know, I've had Deshaun, or I've had Jacoby, I've had a half season of Deshaun, I've had Baker. Now I got Deshaun for a whole offseason. Let's open it up. Let's let's let me kind of let this thing go. Let's see where this offense can end up. I hope that's the case. I really do. I hope that's the case. Um, because I think he's a really, really smart guy. I think he's a really respectful guy. I think he's a, um, a you know, down-to-earth guy. I, I love kind of his um, the way he goes about things. But at the end of the day, it's just about the offense. You've got to open it up. Cannot have so much control. Let Deshaun do what he does. Hayden, man, I definitely appreciate you for taking time out your day to pull up on me, man. I hope me and you can get an opportunity to talk like this more often, man. It seems like there's some chemistry there. Um, I hope you enjoy the rest of the day. hope you enjoy uh, your holiday weekend as well. You too, man. Have a great holiday weekend. Absolutely. That's Hayden Grove from Cleveland.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.